0: Welcome to the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. I'm Janelle Davis. Today, we'll listen to English consort music by John Jenkins and Christopher Tye in two recordings on the Music of Fichte label from the Vile Consort, The Spirit of Gombo. Christopher Tye lived at the beginning of the 16th century. The exact date and place of his birth are unknown, but he was one of the first composers who wrote music for the Vile Consort. For a while already, viols had been playing contrapuntal vocal music, reworked for instruments, with viols substituting for the voices, but soon the viol concert came into its own. Vocal masses were often composed around a cantus firmus melody, and concert music followed suit, taking an underlying melody as the basis around which other contrapuntal parts were freely composed. A very famous example of this cantus firmus type of consort piece was the In Nomine, part of a plain chant melody from the In Nomine Domine section of the Benedictus of a mass composed by one of Ty's contemporaries, John Taverner. And by the way, if you're curious to know more about the origins of In Nomine, we'll link this podcast to a Catchy Tunes segment on our website that was previously aired. But back to Ty. Virtually every significant English composer of consort music until Henry Purcell wrote in Nominees, but out of all of them, Christopher Tye was one of the first to jump on the in Nominé bandwagon. 21 of Tye's 30 or so extant consort works are, in fact, in Nominees. It might seem a tall order to compose so many pieces around the same tune, yet Tye manages to give each of his a special character, supplemented even with curious and sometimes witty titles like "Follow me," Blameless" or "Free from all. Most of ties in nominees are in five parts and in duple meter like this one titled "Cry. in five parts, but Ty composed at least one in Nominé for six parts. Perhaps giving a nod to the vial consort's vocal origins, The Spirit of Gombo adds soprano Claren McFadden to the ensemble of five vials to fill that sixth and additional part. Most of Tai's in Nominees are in duple meter. The composer had a little fun with a couple settings. One, titled Trust, is in the very precarious meter of 5 4, while in another, called Hold Fast, Tai writes the cantus firmus in a different meter entirely from that of the other parts. Here's some of Hold Fast. Tye passed away some time before 1573, but he was memorialized long after his death in a 17th century play by Samuel Rowley with the text, England one god, one truth, one doctor hath for music's art, and that is Dr. Tye. Following in the footsteps of Dr. Tye, in the 17th century, John Jenkins greatly expanded the vile consort in terms of both repertory and sophistication, Jenkins lived a long life and thus saw a lot of musical changes. Brought up in the stylings of Byrd and Gibbons, Jenkins died just as Purcell was making a splash onto the musical scene. In contrast to Ty, we have an abundance of music left us by John Jenkins. Over 800 of his instrumental works survive, a few of which may be heard on the Spirit of Gambo CD of John Jenkins' Fantasias, Pavans, and Airs in four parts. Jenkins' fantasias generally begin with a fugal or imitative section. I especially enjoyed track 6 on this CD, the opening of Jenkins' Fantasia 15 in C for two trebles, two basses, and organ. Besides the Fantasias on this disc, there are several airs, pavans, and a galliard which are, by comparison, significantly less contrapuntal than the Fantasias. The pavan was a fixture of the vile concert repertory, characterized usually by its slow tempo and stately mood, in contrast to the quick and more lively galliard. Here's a taste of Jenkins' pavan number 9 in F. some of a galliard. word here about the instruments used by the Spirit of Gambo Ensemble. They are built by one of the founding members of the group, Gesine Liedmeier. We'll provide a link on our website to a YouTube video where you'll be able to see pictures of these beautifully carved instruments. The Spirit of Gambo has been around since the mid-1980s, and over the years, they've amassed many recordings. The two concert recordings we've been hearing on the podcast today were released in 2013 and again in 2014. In between these, the group also put out a recording of Orlando Gibbons, madrigals and Motets. If you would like to explore this ensemble and their recordings further, just visit harmoniaearlymusic.org. While you're there, have a look at our archive of blogs, podcasts, and shows, and check out our online shop, where a portion of your purchase will benefit Harmonia. This has been the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. I'm Janelle Davis. Thanks for listening.